Welcome, friends, to the Freedom Cast. You are not the crazy one. Not quite a podcast, but rather a kick of confidence to pursue real freedom in your life and not the false manufactured freedom of this world. My name is Jody Meschuk, and I am super excited that you are here and a part of a community of sovereign human beings. Listen, if you've been called crazy, you are not alone because I've been called crazy for 13 years talking about truth. We are going to dive deep into some controversial things. Not sure why they're called controversial when they're truth, but we're going to dig deep into them. Some hard things we're going to talk about some things that might step on some toes, and you can take what resonates with you and leave the rest behind, kind of like a buffet. My goal is just for you to feel less crazy because you're not. Truth is not subjective, but people are. Even though you know, hmm, others still don't. Where the everyday mama meets uncompromised truth and where your small apprehensive no becomes a strong and resounding hell no. Let's get into it. Well, hello, hello, y'all. This is the Freedom Cast inaugural episode, and my name is Jody. I am super pumped to have you here. This has been a long time in the making, and I feel like after multiple, multiple attempts for big tech canceling me, not even attempts, them actually canceling me over and over and over again, but I just keep coming back. I have realized it is extremely important to have a platform that we can speak freely, uncensored, unfiltered, and get the actual truth out. Now, remember, to many people, truth is uh, watching the media. It's what they it's what they listen to from CNN. Uh, but we have to remember that our truth may not be somebody else's truth. However, we cannot ignore actual real truth that is being covered up and hidden time after time after time. Now, as this Freedom Cast goes on, uh, you are going to get to know me more and more, get to know my history in uh, how I got to this place with my son being vaccine injured almost about, oh gosh, let's see, that was like 11 years ago now. So this is not my first rodeo of talking about truth as it relates to health, uh, the medical industrial complex, the big pharma corrupt things that have been happening for years and years, and even very specifically, things to think about as it relates to vaccines. So here's the deal. One thing that I want you to know, uh, being a part of this Freedom Cast community, is that I will never tell you what to do. I will only give you things to think about, and maybe in a way that you have never thought of before. I want each and every one of us to live our life in our own truth, whatever that may be. But what I have found over the years is that oftentimes through bullying, through shaming, through coercion. Does that ring a bell to anything going on in the last few months and even the last 18 months since the pandemic of COVID-19? Through those things that we receive from other people, a lot of times that takes us out of finding our truth, right? Because think about it. No, no human being likes to be shamed. We don't like to be bullied. Go back to how that felt in elementary school and middle school. If you were bullied like I was by the cool girls, uh, nobody likes that feeling. And when that happens, that is the way that the bully continues to steal someone's lunch money over and over and over again by making them feel like they are crazy. So know this, you are not the crazy one. Is that that is one reason why this Freedom Cast is called You Are Not the Crazy One, because I promise you, by being a part of this community, you will find that you are very much in the majority of thought. And the minority of thought are actually the fringes, the cult members, the vaccination cult members, the mask cult members, the scientism cult members. So you are not, my friend, the crazy one. Truth is not subjective, but people are. And we have to remember that all the time. 
is there is the actual real truth out there. If we want to look for it, we want to be open to it. We want to embrace it. We will find the truth. And once we root into our truth, there is no amount of shaming or coercion or bullying that will take you out of that truth. And I can speak from experience with this in in advocating for truth to be told about not just autism, but vaccines is I don't care how many trolls come my way on social media or how many times big tech tries to cancel me. The truth is the truth and I am sticking to it. (laughs) So welcome you guys. I'm excited to get started today. I figured it'd be a really great place to start talking about King Biden because that is exactly what he is acting like a, you know, old English monarch king telling his subjects what to do. And we're going to go through this a little bit. Now, I'm sure you have uh, already listened to whatever that was that he did the other night, so-called speech. I'm not even sure he remembers what he said. Uh, he's probably taking a nap right now. And and I, again, listen, th- this this is what astounds me the most is the average person, let's just say you identify as a, even a liberal Democrat, which I am not about labels. I think that we actually need to break away completely from these labels of parties because everything is corrupt about them all. But let's just say you identify yourself as a somewhat progressive thinking um, Democrat. And it, it blows my mind that anybody could watch him and not think, gosh, there is something mentally unstable about this man. And it's very sad, actually. It's very sad what he is doing. And whether he knows it or not, the entire thing is just uh, elder abuse all around. So I'm sure we can all agree on that for sure. Um, but if we go through things that he said that evening and we look at what is coming our way, very fast and furious in terms of these vaccine mandates. There's a lot to understand about this. And I think, you know, as you continue to listen to this Freedom Cast, you're going to get a mix of stories. You're going to get a mix of truth, right? Uh, actually going through the Constitution and understanding what is truth and what is not truth. So you're going to be taught a lot of things on this Freedom Cast because I truly believe that. Knowledge is the way that we find our sovereign power as a human being. So this is not just going to be commentating and my opinions. This is going to be, again, thinking about things in a different way, maybe than you've never thought of it before. So I encourage you to come along in that journey with me because this is exactly how I have come to this place myself as a human being is through a lot of questioning, constant questioning. Even, you know, thinking about that time that I was sitting in that neurologist's office with my little baby boy, knowing, knowing in my gut that those nine shots he received at that pediatrician well check visit, which by the way, well checks are a sham. I knew that that had something to do with the fact that I had lost my boy days later, hours after getting those nine shots. It's as if his spirit left his body and what was left was a shell. I knew it in my gut. And I remember sitting in that neurologist's office and having her talk to me and say, well, there's just nothing you can do. Uh, Don't even bother researching on the internet for all those quack things that they're going to tell you, you can do something about autism or gluten-free is going to help him or doing this or doing that because vaccines have been proven safe. Now, she didn't even know which way I was leaning in terms of my research. But for her to assume that I was going to say vaccines caused my child's label of autism and his his uh, health challenges that he experienced, again, within hours of receiving those nine vaccines, is just amazing to me how we have come to a place where the very people that are supposed to be coming alongside us 
in this journey of health are the ones who are shaming us every single day as parents. But I remember being in that office and thinking, no, I've got to ask questions. I'm not going to find what I can do for my child or what is possible unless I start asking questions. And so I did. And you know what I received from asking a lot of questions? I received a lot of bullying. I received a lot of shaming, again, from the very same people wearing the white coat who are supposed to be coming alongside us as partners in health. So asking questions, my friends, is where we start. We never stop asking questions because that is where we find the truth. So back to King Biden. One thing that I I just love that he started with is we've been patient, but our patient is where our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. Okay, now for a minute, hang on. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. What has it cost you? Because the last I checked, anything that we put in our body, especially in an injected form, has always been the right to choose. So if I were to look at this and go, we've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. Well, my patience is wearing thin on you as an administration, as well as, yeah, many corrupt rhinos and Republicans that have been covering up the very things that could actually help people live a healthier life. So my patience is wearing very thin on the fact that we have big pharma controlling everything. That we have, I I just watched last night, we were watching a movie on the History Channel or a documentary on, um, it was on Tehran, and uh, if you watch the movie Argo, but it was actually about the hostages and, and not the, the ones who escaped the embassy and went to the Canadian embassy. And we are watching this and literally at every commercial break was three, at minimum, three pharmaceutical commercials. So tell me how that is leading to the health of Americans. So my patience is actually running very thin on you, Mr. Biden and your corrupt administration that wants to cover up things like ivermectin and vitamin C and vitamin D. And how about we take out the Dr. Pepper and the glyphosate and the sugar and the food dyes out of people's shopping carts? How about that? And here's the thing is, I don't even want that to happen. We shouldn't be mandating any of it because it's all somebody's choices. And it's through those choices and the actions of people that they do not want to take full responsibility for their health if they want to put it on somebody else, which is exactly what King Biden is saying in your refusal has cost us all. No, my refusal has not because I take 100% responsibility for my health. If I choose to go bake some cookies full of sugar and gluten, and then maybe my tummy doesn't feel awesome a few hours after that, quite possibly it's because of the choice I made to eat gluten and sugar, right? If I choose to not go exercise or get out in nature, my body and my mental health will suffer because of that. It will not suffer because you chose not to get a vaccine. No. So what's happening here is a whole lot of shaming and mental abuse on you, the American public, because that is all they have left. When you don't think about this for a minute, when somebody doesn't have truth, actual truth at their fingertips, all they have left is to bully you and shame you for the choices that you're making. So think about that. Your refusal has cost us all. Well, in fact, I would say the refusal of those of us who are saying, no, we are not going to fall for this vaccine, this shot. It's not even a vaccine, guys. We are not going to fall for this injection that is full of ingredients that we are not comfortable with. 
that does not do what you are trying to brainwash people into thinking it's doing. It does not stop transmission. It does not confer immunity. Not one bit. When the very truth of it is, we have to step back and look at and ask the questions of why really are people getting sick? What really are they getting sick from? Is it possible that they are getting sick from the very thing being injected into them? Is it possible they're getting sick from the very lifestyle choices that they're making, i.e., what are they cleaning their home with? Are they inhaling bleach and fragrance and toxic chemicals all day long from their Febreze and their plug-ins and their candles and their Mr. Clean and their scrubbing bubbles? Are they getting sick from all the sugar and the food dyes that are just in every almost every type of packaged food, even so-called fresh food that has pesticides on it and glyphosate and things that are actually detrimental to people's health. What is it really that's causing the sickness? And we have to start there and ask those questions. So the other thing, I'm going to go to his speech really quick and, um, talk about really quick because he's talking about the vaccinate vaccinating the unvaccinated right and you know one thing that stood out for me and has stood out for me for years by the way because ever since i woke up after my son received his vaccine injury was this question that nobody can seem to answer and nobody in medicine can seem to answer except to reply back with the basic rhetoric that they have all been taught by big pharma is if you are saying you have to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated, then you're admitting that your shot doesn't work. That's what you're admitting. You're blaming people who have chosen a better way for their health. You are blaming people who have chosen to take care of their health, to make good choices, to eat good food. You're blaming them because your shot fails to work. Because again, it has never been proven to confer any type of immunity. And let's talk really quick uh, again for, uh, well, let's just talk really quick about the changing definition of vaccination. This is very interesting because if you look um, at the history of Merriam-Webster and the definition of vaccine, we have to look at this, right? Because this is this is what happens underneath the surface every day is they're just going to change what something means in order for it to fit their narrative. So vaccine used to mean the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. Now the word immunity has been switched to protection. Do you see how they do that, guys? These are the questions that we need to be asking. Is why are you changing the definition? If for years, you have told the public that a vaccine, when they bring their precious little baby in for a well check, and we know, again, well checks are a farce because you look at what are the dates of well checks, and they are completely in line with the dates of the CDC vaccine schedule. Why is that? Is, it, is the well check actually really about the health of your child? Because if your child was is healthy, there's no need for a well check. If you want to make sure that their height and weight is on schedule, okay, awesome. Go look it up on the internet and weigh them at home and check their height. And, you know, do you feel as a mom that they're healthy? Are they thriving? Because you know that best as their mom or their dad or their grandparent or their caregiver. You know that best. So you take them in to their well check and you have been told time and time and time again, year after year after year, oh, the measles shot will prevent them from getting the measles. It's going to produce immunity to the specific measles virus. 
the chickenpox vaccine, the varicella vaccine is going to protect them from getting that disease. It's going to produce immunity in their body. So now you're telling me that all of that is a lie because you've changed now the definition to mean protection. It's all a lie. It's all been built upon one big hill of lies to put money in the pockets of vaccine manufacturers has nothing to do with immunity. It has nothing to do with protecting against a disease. And so they've changed this definition to now say, oh, well, it will just alleviate serious illness and people needing to go to the hospital. Well, let's talk about that for a second, because a big thing in the narrative right now in the media is that hospitals are overrun, that beds are filling up. Are they really? Or is it because nurses and doctors are quitting and being terminated because they know that this shot does not work? So what really is the truth? Is the truth that ICU beds are actually filling up from people being sick? Or is it possible that room shortages are happening because people are quitting because they know the truth? And is it possible that people are going to the hospital because of adverse events, side effects from the very thing that they have injected themselves with that now produced a disease and an adverse event in their body? And now they need to go to the hospital. So what really is the truth? Because if that truth really were to come out, what would happen to their narrative? What would happen to King Biden's proclamation where he's pitting the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. Okay, let's dig in for a second here because we don't need to go through putting cup man's speech line by line. Basically, it was a lot of shaming. It was a lot of bullying. And it made, in my opinion, hopefully, a whole lot of Americans feel as though they were in the lunchroom in middle school and Mr. Biden, the bully along flanked alongside the CDC and the FDA were coming to steal your lunch money time and time again, or actually coming to steal your pudding cup (laughs) because I think he might need that before his nap. So let's talk really quick about understanding what can happen now, because essentially he has weaponized a small, tiny little part of the federal government called OSHA. OSHA's job is to provide workplace safety. OSHA's job is to investigate workplace incidences and accidents and potentially deaths. And what's interesting about OSHA is, if you remember, not too long ago, They said that if an injury were to occur from an employee receiving a vaccine, that the employer would actually be responsible for that and would have to mark that in their records as a workplace injury. So it's quite interesting now that Biden, who is not capable of making law, the president, it is important to understand that the U.S. president cannot create law without having a bill first passed by Congress and the Senate. This is the reason why they specifically use the word rule or mandate instead of law and why he is weaponizing the Department of Labor or OSHA to go against employers and companies, because he knows that he cannot make that a law. Now, if you remember also not too long ago, uh, both Biden and Saki, oh, that's a whole other topic in itself, uh, the press secretary, um, has said, no, that is not the rule, or that is not the uh, ability of the federal government to mandate and make laws that American citizens have to be vaccinated. 
Well, they realize that they cannot do that. They know legally they cannot do that. So why not just go ahead and weaponize a form of the U.S. government called OSHA, the Department of Labor, to go after and be their bully, basically. Mandates are not law, my friends. However, under emergency conditions, public health emergency declarations, mandates are legally enforceable. So let's talk about this for a second. How long are you, as an American citizen, going to allow emergency declarations to go on? Because let's just look at your state, for example. Your state, your governor, your mayor can make an emergency declaration that is technically only supposed to last for a period of 30 days in which it should be going to the state legislature to be voted on to become law, but that has never happened. So the way that they circumvent the system is to continue to create public health emergency declarations when there is a time frame that that expires and should be going to either the state legislature or to Congress and the Senate. But unless we as the American people understand constitutional law, How are we to know that they're circumventing the system and creating their own private system of unconstitutional and illegal law? We have to go back and understand the Constitution in order to know this is not lawful, this is not legal, you cannot do this, and enough is enough. If you want to pass this, then you need to pass it in the proper way. So if a national emergency is underway, they can continue to implement mandates. So we have to hold them accountable for these unlawful continual emergency mandates. So mandate has been used frequently throughout the pandemic. And why? Because it's scary because people think it's law, because they don't know the Constitution, and so they don't understand that what's happening is actually illegal, and they don't need to follow it, nor would any constitutional sheriff uphold it. And you have seen throughout the last few months that sheriffs that are actual true constitutional sheriffs, like in Riverside County, California, have come out and said, no, We will not be enforcing this because it has not gone through the proper channels to be passed as an actual law. See, a sheriff is only tasked to implement and enforce actual law, not mandates. I get asked all the time, well, Jody, what do I do? How do I fight back? My school is implementing a mask mandate again. What do I do? And I say, it's not law. Your child has every right to go there without a mask on, and no true constitutional sheriff will enforce that. They will allow your child to go to that school because it is unlawful what that school board is doing. And by the way, you can also excuse your school board. So that needs to happen as well. So think about this. The word mandate has been used frequently because it is scary. The White House is intentional about using wording and language in their scripts like mandates because it sounds alarming and aggressive. It sounds like a law, even though mandates to some degree can be enforceable. We are well past that time period. So OSHA is now weaponized. But I cannot imagine that they will actually be enforcing this in any mass way, in any massive way, because that's going to be impossible. It's going to be 100% a task. It's like uh, when you walk through the airport and now they're scaring us saying that you have to wear a mask in the airport or it's double the fines. I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. That's just simply not going to happen. They know that it's illegal. They know that we have constitutional rights, but they are banking on the fact that we do not understand our constitutional rights, that we do not understand 
the law because it has been watered down for years in the schools. We have become complacent as a society. Things have been so easy. We have become complacent, my friends, and we cannot become complacent any longer. So, even though they are fearing everybody, and that is their weapon, is fear and shame and bullying and pitting one group of people against another group of people, what we have that they do not, and they underestimate the power of this, is faith and perseverance to see us through even the darkest of our days. And I do believe it will get darker because it must get harder and darker before the light starts to penetrate so strongly that there is literally nothing they can do to stop that pendulum from swinging the other way. Mandates or no mandates, Sleepy Joe or not, and I don't think he's going to be around much longer because something's got to give, whether it be the fact that people actually finally realize this man has dementia and is occupying the, the Oval Office. So whether it be through stepping down or impeachment, and however, I do not believe impeachment will happen because there is no legal ground for impeachment at this point. Whether there is Sleepy Joe or not, we are sovereign beings. And at the end of the day, we are the only ones responsible for ourselves and our children, and every decision we make on a daily basis. So I want to bring us to this point really quick, which is talking about health. And I think this is important because when we get to this point where we have our heads held high, because we know what our truth is, we know for a fact that when we look at those headlines, and we see that ICU beds are over, are, are unavailable. Hospitals are at capacity, but we understand why they are because the medical industrial complex is built upon one lie after another lie after another lie. And those nurses are taught lies in school, and those doctors are reading out of books written by pharmaceutical companies. And we realize the truth of the matter is that they're hiding treatments that work. They are firing people for wanting to make a choice about their own health. They are denying your loved ones things that will work within hours, within minutes. Things like ivermectin that, is, that have been around for years, completely safe. It's a parasite treatment. What would you do if I told you that smallpox may actually have been from a parasite or that polio is from pesticides? That these treatments out there, and I'm not one to necessarily say our first choice should be some synthetic man-made pharmaceutical, but I would not actually put ivermectin in the same category as an antibiotic or the same category as other very strong pharmaceuticals that are used that only cause more side effects and more side effects and more side effects. So you have to take more pharmaceuticals to cover up those side effects. But what about NAC? What about a plant-based herb? What about something like an essential oil that comes literally from plants on this earth that have been used for thousands of years. What about eating healthy? What about taking care of our guts? What if that person walks into that ER and they're having trouble breathing and instead of putting them on a ventilator that's going to kill them most likely, they give them something that costs pennies and it works within minutes because that would destroy their narrative that they've worked so hard to build up for year after year after year. Go back to what you're told in that well check office with your little baby 
you have to get this vaccine or they're going to die. This vaccine is going to make it so they've had measles and now they're going to be immune to measles, which is not true. So enough is enough. We will be pushed around no longer. We will cower no longer. We will solve our own problems and not wait for others to solve them for us. We will continue to unpack this together, my friends. Enough is enough. We are not at the mercy of a system that tells us what their version of health is. Health is not artificial or forced on an entire population. It's also not easily attainable for those who are wanting quick fixes or overnight success. You can't say after living years and years and years of an unhealthy lifestyle and maybe taking 20 or 30 different medications in one day that overnight you're going to be healthy with a vaccine. Health takes intentional desire to do the hard things, to bring about positive change. It's like toiling the land and having patience for goodness to grow within. Health was created in a garden, not a laboratory. And it's been here since day one of this earth. Our vocabulary around health needs to shift back to natural and authentic health. Health that focuses on rich foods, lots of fat. Oh, friends, lots of good fat. The more good fat, the better, is what I say. It needs to be clean water. So much can be fixed in this world with clean water. Why is it that Bill Gates wants to go to Africa and experiment on that population with a needle instead of clean water? Products free from toxins that burden our body is another way. Because those products that people are using every single day, the soap, the makeup, the shampoo, the cleaners, over 300 chemicals somebody puts on their body before they typically leave their home in the morning to go to work. And they might only be walking five feet to their desk. Over 300 chemicals that burdens our body, that toxifies our liver, that weakens our mental health. And yet we think we're going to fix it by injecting ourselves with a needle is beyond me. We have, been condition- we have been conditioned to believe that we can choose convenience and modern medicine to the hard work and robustness of real food. Food that is getting harder and harder to find because of the pesticides, because of killing our land, impossible meat. Don't do it, guys. Don't eat it. It's going to kill you. <laughs> it's It's not... It's impossible that it won't kill you. (laughs) And even just you're, you're walking in nature, taking vitamins, taking minerals, taking supplements, looking at what we're eating, what we're drinking. Taking a vaccine does not make you healthy. Wearing a mask to be deceived into believing that you're protecting yourself from sickness is not healthy. Being put on medication to mask symptoms is not healthy. Yes, sometimes emergency medicine is needed, but it should not be our norm. It should be just as it sounds for emergencies only. And we need to redefine exactly what an emergency is. I used to think that I had to go to the emergency room and to urgent care every time my baby had croup. 
because that's what I was brainwashed to believe. Only to have him go in and get pumped full of more toxins, steroids, antibiotics. When little did I know, I actually had the tools available to me at my fingertips at home if I wanted to. But that's just it, is we have the choice. Do we want it or not? Do we want to believe their narrative? Do we want to get sucked in to the easy way out that only puts us in a cycle of sickness forever and beholden to the almighty vaccine? Or do we want to take that power back and understand the way that the body really works? And we're going to get into this in another episode of how does the vaccine actually work? How does the body actually work? How does natural immunity, which seems to be a forgotten natural immunity that has been with us for thousands of years, how did we get to this place without vaccines? Because we didn't need them. If we needed vaccines, we wouldn't even be here as a humanity. We wouldn't even be here. So that means the real king, the real savior is your body, your natural immunity, and yourself, not somebody else. Not what somebody else is doing for you, but what you are doing for yourself. Even the WHO. The WHO, which I am not a fan of, defines health as, and they might change this definition, watch out, I bet you they will, (laughs) a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of of disease or or infirmity. I can't talk today. Let me say that again. A state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Okay, so who has taken away physical, mental, and social well-being in the last 18 months? Your sacred government has. Masking kids, telling you to be six feet away from each other, telling you to lock yourself in your home. Suicide is through the roof, and nobody wants to talk about it. In Australia, their children are dying every day in droves by suicide. And why? What is their government telling them to do? To be afraid of each other, to lock themselves in their homes, to go to quarantine camps, something we thought would never, ever happen again after the Holocaust. But look where we are today. Health is not the absence of disease or sickness. Your body is meant to get sick. It's how it primes its immune system. It's how you get stronger. But we have been taught now the last 18 months to be afraid of a cold, to look at someone with evil eyes if they sneeze, as if they're going to infect you with some boogeyman virus that's going to kill you. No, what's going to kill you is blindly listening to your government. This definition somewhat, okay, let's talk about this definition for a second, right? The definition the WHO provides completely contradicts the actions of the entire last 18 months. They have been so laser focused on a virus and the fake means to prevent it instead of focusing on health and so much more than just the absence of disease. Healthy habit, no, no healthy habits were mandated, not even suggested. Tell me what governor that was continuing to spew out the narrative. And there's some that weren't, right? Because we know DeSantis, uh, Christy Nome, just to name a couple. There is no government or there is no governor who was spewing the narrative That also was saying, hey, go for a walk, take some vitamin C, drink some bone broth, take care of yourself, socialize, be with each other because your mental health needs that. We need kids back in schools. We need need schools and churches to never close because that is 
inherently important to mental health, except I would say get your kids out of public school. That's going to be a whole nother freedom cast. (laughs) Why do they define it one way, but act another? Ask yourself that question. Because entities do not follow their own definitions if their agendas do not correlate with those definitions. And the problem with this is they want us to believe that health is not a choice. But health has always been a choice. Health has always been a choice. It's always been an act of free will. And now somehow they want you to think that because you are choosing what is best for your own body, that you are responsible for being a grandma killer. When you know what? Maybe grandma made her own poor choices. That's not your fault. You are responsible for your health and your family's health. Free will is defined as the power of acting without the constraint of necessity or fate, the ability to act at one's own discretion. Now you watch guys, they're going to redefine freedom very soon. They're going to, they're already doing it. They're redefining freedom to mean that you have to do something to make someone else feel comfortable. That is not freedom. That is not why the founding fathers fought so hard for the, for, for the organization of this country and the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. No, it is not to make somebody else feel comfortable. Free will is voluntary at its very core. So if you choose to act one way and have consequences from that, that is not my responsibility. If I choose to do something and have consequences from that, that is not your responsibility. Free will must be protected and fought for. The idea that our health is not a choice and that we must submit to a corrupt system creates indoctrination and obligation to surrender rights for group thought, my friends. And bought agendas, 100% bought and paid for agendas. Learning about informed consent and shifting focus to real health instead of artificial health is a good place for everyone to start, in my opinion. What does informed consent really mean to you? Do you have informed consent when you fill out a waiver? When you go to the trampoline park with your kiddo for a birthday party and everyone's got to fill out the waiver, are you reading it? That's informed consent, but you're choosing to read it or not. Are you choosing to ignore the inserts in the vaccine vaccine boxes? Are you even asking for it? By law, that pediatrician has to provide that to you, but they don't because they know that most parents won't ask. So they don't do it. Can you imagine if every parent who walked into a well check were given actual, true, informed consent before their child was injected with the lie of a vaccine? Can you imagine how many would start to question? How many would read that and go, wait a minute, autism is listed on this. Death is listed on this. And then the pediatrician would actually have to answer those questions rather than just dismiss as you're an irresponsible parent. Get out of my office. We can't see you anymore. Because that happens every day, every second of every day in this country. And many of you have experienced that yourself. So learning about informed consent in everything we do is where we can start. And small changes in, in little things bring about the huge changes in your life. All right, friends. Thank you for joining today. I think we covered a lot more than I thought we were going to cover. And I look forward to seeing you on the next Freedom Cast. There is so much to come. Oh boy, there's so many more current events to come that that we're going to have fun talking about too. So just a reminder, be sure you subscribe. 
please share this with somebody who you think would enjoy this information. Make sure that you get on my mailing list, that you follow me in all the different places. But uh, honestly, the safest place to follow me right now that I know I'm not going to get canceled on is my new app. And I look forward to seeing you there because there's some exciting things coming um, in places that, you know, I can now give you information that I don't have to worry about saying it a certain way or covering up words with an emoji or all the things. We need to be able to speak freely, my friends. Freedom is not bought. Freedom is fought for. And freedom was secured a long time ago, but we've lost our way as a country. And together, honestly, together as this community gets stronger and stronger by the day, we have an opportunity to make a massive impact for our children, for their children and their children. And we can't wait any longer. It's too important right now, friends. I said this 18 months ago, and I'll say it again, because 18 months ago, I said, hey, this is do or die, guys. I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. The vaccines are going to roll out, the vaccine passports, they're going to force people, they're going to mandate this, mandate that. It started with the very first mandate of masks, my friends. That was illegal and unconstitutional in every sense of the word, but people went along with it because they actually thought they were protecting somebody else instead of looking at the narrative, seeing through the lies, asking the questions, looking at their own selves in the mirror and saying, no, this doesn't add up. It's our time right now. It's our time. And we're going to do it. We're going to do it together as one warrior community. Now, if you want more, if you want to dig in more, I highly encourage you to become a member of the Warrior Center. This is where everything is 100% unfiltered, just all, all the things, all the things, plus education, helping you become stronger in your health, a place for you to find community and ask questions and meet new friends because you are not alone. I promise you, you are not alone. The crazy one. So to find out more, make sure you go to thewarriorcenter.com and also you can download the app. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next Freedom Cast. Remember, you are not the crazy one. Hey guys, thanks for joining the episode today. As a reminder, you can connect with me over at thewarriorcenter.com. You can also grab my book, Autism Reimagined, on Amazon, available both Audible, ebook, Spanish, English, and you can also head to therighttorule.com for some freedom gear. Remember this, my friends, you are a sovereign human being, and you hold the power, not the government. See you next time.